all good things must come to an end. In this instance, it's an actor's highly successful tenure as James Bond. Daniel Craig made a great impression, starting out as 007. He would do so again, exiting the role. My name's Stephen Archibald, and welcome to my movie podcast. you a warm welcome to my podcast they came from within cult movie reviews it comes to us all in the end no time to die 2021 daniel craig's fifth and final outing as james bond would be epic in every sense from its major set pieces to its colossal running time and it would end like no other bond film before it Spoilers play an integral part in this review. So please bail out now if you've yet to see No Time to Die. Bond is enjoying retirement in Jamaica when his old CIA pal, Felix Leiter, coaxes him back to active duty. Valdo Obruchev, a scientist responsible for creating deadly nanobots, is in the hands of Spectre in Cuba. Bond links up with a beautiful Cuban agent called Paloma. They manage to infiltrate the party and after Bond's archenemy Blofeld fails to kill him via remote control, it soon transpires that Obruchev is no innocent party. He uses the nanobots to kill all of the Spectre members present. Valda carried out this attack on the orders of a powerful terrorist called Lucifer Safin. Safin has to be stopped at all costs when it's discovered that he's mass-producing the nanobots at his secret headquarters, a missile base situated in the Sea of Japan. To add further to the intrigue, Safin was the man who murdered the mother of Bond's lover, Madeline Swan, when she was just a child. The lovely Lea Seydoux reprises her role as the psychiatrist, Madeline Swan, as does the fine Christoph Foltz, as the dreaded Ernst Stavro Blofeld. And after his absence from Skyfall and Spectre, Jeffrey Wright returns here as the loyal Felix Leiter. The American singer-songwriter, Billie Eilish, was only 17 years old when she recorded the movie's theme song in October 2019. She co-wrote this haunting track with her brother, Phineas O'Connell. It became the third Bond theme tune in a row to win the Oscar for Best Original Song. The previous two being Adele Skyfall and Sam Smith's Writings on the Wall. And like Sam Smith's song, No Time to Die made it to number one on the UK singles chart. Also worth mentioning is that Billie Eilish 
is the first person born in the 21st century to win an Academy Award. This film is unusual in that it had both a director and composer quit the project. Danny Boyle, whose great movies include Shallow Grave, Trainspotting, 28 Days Later and Slumdog Millionaire, vacated the director's chair on the 21st of August 2018. Due to creative differences, Denis Villeneuve was among the front runners to replace him, but he decided to concentrate on making Dune instead. On the 28th of September 2018, Ball's replacement was announced. Kerry Fukunaga, who directed the first series of the acclaimed drama True Detective, as well as the movies Sin Ombre, Jane Eyre, and Beasts of No Nation, became the first American to direct an official Bond movie. Carey also has the distinction of being the only director to contribute officially to a Bond movie screenplay. He wrote it along with Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. On the strength of her performance, alongside him, in the delightful Knives Out, Daniel Craig suggested the stunning Arna de Armas for the role of the slinky Cuban agent, Paloma. At around 24 minutes, No Time to Die has the longest pre-title sequence in the series, and at 2 hours and 43 minutes, it's also the Bond movie with the longest running time, the shortest being Quantum of Solace, which clocks in at around 1 hour and 46 minutes, and both these films star Daniel Craig. The major twist, or rather, emotional depth charge, is that James Bond dies at the end of this movie. There are other shocks. There's no ambiguity about the fact that Felix Leiter and Blofeld are also killed. And we also learn that Bond has a child with Madeline, the five-year-old Mathilde. What's amazing is that Daniel Craig himself suggested to the producer, Barbara Broccoli, back in 2006, that Bond should be killed off at the end of his tenure. But then, Ian Fleming himself was in two minds about killing Bond at the end of his From Russia With Love novel. And it was also a close-run thing in his book, Live and Let Die. But to kill James Bond on screen is almost mind-blowing. But when you trace the trajectory of Daniel Craig's Bond movies over a five-story arc, his demise makes perfect sense. After all, he's the only 007 actor to get an origin story in Casino Royale. It seems almost inevitable that things would lead to such a tragic, fatal conclusion. Saving the ones he loves and the wider world itself. Bond's death is so well handled, it's given an air 
of Greek tragedy, Rami Malek, first made his mark playing the computer hacker, Elliot Alderson, in the hit TV series, Mr. Robot. He even won a Primetime Emmy Award for his efforts. He did, of course, go one better by winning a Best Actor Oscar for portraying the much-loved Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Rami's rather fine as the lead villain, but the emphasis was always going to be on James Bond in this film. Another strong performance comes from the British actress Lashana Lynch. She plays the highly efficient MI6 agent Nomi, who's given the 007 number whilst Bond's in retirement. Lashana portrays Maria Rambo in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a great shame that the larger-than-life Grace Jones decided not to make a cameo appearance. During the scenes set in Jamaica, it's highly likely she would have been given better dialogue than she had received for A View to a Kill. The composer, Dan Roma, who had scored Beasts of No Nation for Fukunaga, quit the project after the film had been shot. He was replaced in post-production by the great German composer, Hans Zimmer. Filming took place on the 25th official Bond movie between the 28th of April and the 25th of October 2019. With the dreadful COVID-19 pandemic taking lives and affecting our liberty, No Time to Die did not get released in the UK until the 30th of September 2021, a couple of days after its premiere. The US release was on the 8th of October that year. From a budget of between 250 and 301 million dollars, the film made 774.2 million dollars at the box office. So a fond farewell to the great Daniel Craig, who will be the seventh cinematic James Bond. Henry Cavill, Richard Madden, or someone who's not even currently on our radar. Whoever it will be, he's bound to star in a movie many of us will be dying to see. I'm Stephen Archibald, and thank you very much for listening to my podcast. They came from within cult movie reviews. You can find all of my episodes from most podcast hosts, including Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podbean, and so forth. And I would be more than happy for you to follow me or subscribe. Thanks very much for listening, and goodbye for now.